This is Frisky. North of 60. We bring you stories about love Love and dating dating in the the North. North. I'm your host, Karen McCall, and I'm joined by co-host... Jordan Patrick. We are recording in Whitehorse, Yukon, north of the 60th parallel. Where it is winter seven whole months of the year. And it's not just a way of life dogmushing. It's also a way to meet chicks. In this episode, we're traveling down the Alaska Highway and onto the Stewart-Cassiar Highway to a small community called Stewart, British Columbia. No, Stewart is not north of the 60th parallel, but it might as well be. It's 1,500 kilometers north of Vancouver. It's 1,000 kilometers from Whitehorse. It's three hours from the nearest city, and it's right by the Alaska Panhandle. So Stewart has a population of just 400 people, and it's right next to Hyder, Alaska, which has a population of 50 people. So pretty quiet. Stewart, as we now know it, got started with some mining activity in the early 1900s and still mining and mineral exploration along with logging are sort of the main industries of that area. Um, But as well, uh, there's a lot of tourist draw as well because Stewart is absolutely gorgeous. Even just driving there, you pass a big glacier. um, And then if you pass Stewart, which I couldn't do this summer because of the border closure with the U.S. um, because of COVID, um, you get to uh, these other glaciers, including the Salmon Glacier, um, which is just this gorgeous glacier, apparently, According to the photos, you can see from the road. Um, as well, Stewart is on the Portland Canal, so it's on the ocean. It's surrounded by wilderness. It's a beautiful little space. And that's why I went there this summer. This was another community I visited as part of my trail running, beer drinking, and dating road trip in northern BC with my friend Christy. So we um, traveled from Kelowna, BC, back up to Whitehorse by car, and we ran trails. We went to brew pubs and tested some nice local craft beer and we also uh, did a little bit of tindering. So we only stopped into Stewart actually for a couple of hours. It was just an in and out. So no, we didn't go on any Tinder dates, but I did score some numbers. Well, actually a number. Uh, We went to the Silverado, which is one of the only restaurants in town. And um, I was chatting with the owner there and I kind of just said jokingly, what's the dating scene like here? And there was this man waiting in line to pick up pizza and he just let out this big laugh and kind of just like rolled his eyes and turned away. But that kind of gave me a sense. And then Christy kind of elbowed me and she's like, you should interview our server because it seems like there's a sort of an older demographic in Stewart, but our server was about our age, roughly 30. And I was like, hey, yeah, good idea. So, um, That's what our episode today is about. We'll be speaking with Erica, who very generously uh, was willing to talk to me about her experiences living and dating in Stewart. Erica spent part of her childhood in Stewart, but just moved back a few years ago. Uh, Just before we get to that, just a little bit of a note. Of course, we did the interview after I left Stuart because she was at work. So we did that remotely using the internet. And unfortunately, our connection during our chat ranged from not great to pretty terrible. So um, I did my best to edit out some of the pauses and some of the distortion, but uh, you might still catch a bit of that. Um, Sorry, um, 
bad internet is not an unusual thing in this part of the world, unfortunately. But without further ado, uh, let's go now to my chat with Erica. I decided to come up here in the winter of 2017 because there was no work in Calgary. I was laid off. And so I just decided, you know what, I've never really given it a chance since I was a kid. So maybe let's start from fresh and come up here. And actually, it's turned out to be a great experience. I decided on one summer and I'm still here. (laughs) It's actually beautiful up here where it kind of seems like we're off in our own little remote area, which I guess we kind of are. And we are right beside a little town called Hyder, Alaska. People here are so, so welcoming and they're so open. And I mean, like everybody is talkative. You can go into either the bar or the bakery, or you can go to any of the restaurants that are open in the summer or the winter. And someone always has a story for you. And it's usually someone who's been here either their whole lives or they've been here for at least 30 years. You know, so it's a very open and welcome community and it's beautiful for tourism. I mean, if anybody's into hiking and fishing and mountain scenery and everything and wildlife, I mean, there's nothing you won't love up here. Were you single when you moved to Stewart? Yeah, I actually was. I had been seeing someone in Calgary for a couple of years and we were just on again, off again. So, I mean, when I came up here, I was very single and still am. (laughs) (laughs) So when you decided to move to Stewart, did you kind of, did you even consider the dating pool kind of before you moved in terms of the limited selection, I suppose? Yeah. I mean, I knew that it was going to be really hard and I knew that, you know, even looking on Tinder, it would be like, oh, there's five people. (laughs) So knowing that it was, you know, it didn't really cross my mind because I was moving up here to like fix myself. But at the same time, it was like, what am I going to do? Like, who am I going to (laughs) meet? Can you give me sort of like an an overview, say, of like what the dating scene is like? There's actually like no dating pool in Stewart. We, I mean, there's workers that come through in the summers and then there's workers that are here working like, you know, either out arrow. So they're like hauling and then there's people from camps and stuff. So, I mean, it is, it's hard. I haven't had a serious relationship in probably about three and a half years. It's been a lot of casual dating. So, I mean... If you're looking for someone, you're probably not going to find them in Stewart. (laughs) People aren't moving to Stewart to find love generally. No, they're coming to just work. You said Eros? What kind of operation is that? Uh, So they just do the hauling from um, from the camps and like the mines and stuff. So they haul the ore down here. Um, right. So I guess um, there's about 400-ish people in Stewart. So at any given time, how many single people in your age category are there? I'd say right now, actually, like in my age group, we actually just added one more. He's a nurse and he works here and he's uh, and uh, he's 36. And so I think that there in my age group, there's about four, maybe five of us. <laughs> how many of them have you dated already? None, because we're all best friends or the same sex, and I don't swing. So, <laughs> okay, so four includes like ma- male, female, everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what about when this nurse arrived in town? Was there um, a bit of excitement there? Well, actually, I think that people were really excited because, I mean, he is—he's a well, he's not even a nurse. Actually, he operates the the X-ray. He's an X-ray tech and a lab technician, and so. Um, but he is going to school to become a nurse, but he is, he's, he's gay. And a lot of people, you know, it's Stuart, like the demographic is very old, conservative, you know, so like, you know, old school values. And, 
And so he's kind of like a shock factor in town. And I love it because he's so fun and he's so outgoing and he's just like a wonderful person. But people are like, whoa, I don't know what to do with that energy. I've never seen that before. <laughs> so I, I guess there's not too much of a, a gay community or like of openly gay people in Stewart. I'd say that there are probably is a few people. I mean, I might just not know about it, but I'm sure that it's it's there. Right. So it's, even though it's not somebody in your dating prospects, nice just to have a, a fresh person in town. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he's a great friend. Like we've quickly grown very close. And I think, you know, he says that he's possibly going to be moving back here per- on a permanent basis for about two or three years. But it's like it's all up in the air right now with COVID and everything that's going on. So he just said it was a possibility. So here's hoping. <laughs> So um, I know you said in the summer, there's a few more people that usually move to town for work. So generally speaking, how do people meet people in Stewart for dating? Is it online? Is it in person? Like, do you just, do you kind of know before they even get there? Well, I mean, usually we do know when they're coming because I mean, it's always around the same time. It's either between the months of uh, sometimes late April sometimes early May and then they're always here till at least September or early October and uh, so usually how we meet them is like in the bar because I mean that's just like the communal spot that everybody goes and it was really handy for me when I was working as a bartender in that bar or working at Silverado as a as a server and um, I mean it was great because then you'd get to meet everybody. I know there's um, sort of like resource jobs and like what kind of people um, say men say, cause that's, I think more your dating pool. What kind of men are, are coming to town or what can I, what are the kind of men who are attracted to working in Stewart? Uh, so you've got like the drillers, the driller helpers, the geologists, and you've got the miners and, the, and everything. And so, um, I mean, usually it's like, I don't even know how to say this. Like, I mean, they're usually like guys who, you know, like they enjoy getting dirty. <laughs> just They enjoy getting dirty? You know, and I'm like, you know, sometimes maybe you just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so hard. So they really, I mean, they, you know, being a driller and everything, like, you know, like you all get freaking dirty and like, they're all, you know, they're up here to make a lot of money and they're not here really to date. So they kind of just stick with the casual scene. And if they end up like meeting someone, then it's cool. But I mean, it's never going to be permanent. So I mean, even dating in the summer, it's like, it's not hard. I mean, it's actually when there's all the workers here, you know, take your pick, but you know, it's like, you're not going to get something like a huge commitment out of it. Right. And so these drillers, are they, they like are staying in Stewart, but then they work at one of the, a nearby mine. Yeah. So usually they like have housing here for them. So they're either staying in the hotels, the motels, or they get apartments for the summer. And then usually most of them, they're here for like three weeks on and then a week off or something. And then they just commute to and from, but some of them, they travel like quite far from like across Canada. And so the whole, like this past summer, like just wasn't a possibility to do the two weeks on and one week off kind of thing, because I mean, with COVID, you just couldn't travel. So yeah. So a lot of them were just stuck here. And I think a lot of them just chose, you know, what? I'll just like, you know, if I have to take a couple days off, I'll do it. But I'll just rather work through and then go home when I can. You mentioned you worked for a while at a restaurant in town. And there, I think, is one bar as well. Yeah. So there's one bar at the King Edward Hotel. And that's Casey's Place. That's what it's called. And I worked in there for two summers. Well, two and a half, I'd say, because I kind of did do a little bit like the last time that I was there. But I was mostly front desk. And uh, I worked at Silverado, like I've worked at Silverado on and off. I've kind of been like their casual employee, you might say. Right. And that's the restaurant, Silverado. Yeah. Okay. So 
in a bigger, well, I was going to say a bigger city, it just in a city um, on a first date, you know, people might go to a cafe or a restaurant, might go to see some live music. Um, and obviously that's not as available in Stewart. So what are the kind of uh, first dates that people go on or that yourself you've been on? So, I mean, I haven't really like actually dated anyone in a long time, but my ex, Nick, he was here working as a geologist. He's like actually the first guy that I dated when I got here. And uh, he was working here as a geologist. And uh, I mean, he was only here for, I'd say, like three weeks. And then we just met and it was crazy. But I mean, our first date was we went down to the tide flats and we walked around. And because he's a geologist, he got really nervous and he was just picking up rocks and telling me about them. And he looked at me. He's like, are you having fun? Like, is this fun? (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say. You're literally talking about rocks. (laughs) (laughs) So you're walking on the tidal flats like that sounds like it would be beautiful. Well, it is because, I mean, when the tide is out and the tide is really low, it's, like, really nice to be able to go down to the tide flats. And it's just, like, across, like, in the river right there, right? I mean, you're literally standing right in front of Rainy Mountain. And so we just uh, we just walked around. And then by the time we left, the tide was actually coming up. So I'm really glad we actually got out of there. Is there sort of things that you do there that guys who come in temporarily would be like, what? Like, you want to go hiking or you want to go kayaking? Like, that seems kind of extreme. It is. So, I mean, like sometimes, like, I mean, there has been a couple of guys that I've casually dated and I'm like, well, if we actually like want to have some alone time and privacy and be able to have a conversation without like the waitress who's known me for 10 years listening in or timing in, you know, I was like, we kind of have to like, you know, get outside and go do something. And so, and I lived with my parents at the time. And so it was kind of just like, you know, let's just go for a walk. Let's go down the boardwalk. Let's go hiking. Let's go kayaking. And there was one guy here and it wasn't really a date. We were just kind of like hanging out as friends and I took him out kayaking and he had never done it before. And so he like, just like you said, he was kind of like, whoa, like this is what you do like on a date. And I'm like, well, this isn't a date, but yeah. Let <laughs> 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 me just tell you how it is. It's not a date. Well, and then he almost tipped me over. So that was nice. <laughs> you can't really do anything probably in Stuart without other people seeing you. Like, is there lots of sort of like rumors and gossip going around? Like if you get seen with somebody... Uh, yeah like I mean it's it's unbelievable I mean I live in an apartment building that's like right on the main street so I'm like right beside the bars the grocery stores the restaurants and everything and so when I'm walking around or like someone comes into my apartment everybody can see it and so it's like who's that guy who was over there and I'm like there literally is never a guy here I don't know what you guys are thinking but there's a lot of rumors a lot of gossip every day I learn something new about myself (laughs) That you hear through other people, you mean? Yeah, definitely. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I did that. That's exciting. <laughs> wow, I've got so many lovers. This is great. I know. It's so exciting. I'm like, where are they, though? <laughs> we talked about uh, exotic first dates. Are there any other kind of memorable dates you've been on? Memorable for any variety of reasons? Um, well, I mean, I've had guys take me like quadding on a first date. One guy, he took me on a date when I was in high school here. And uh, me and him had dated like on and off for like five or six years, something like that. And one time he took me dirt biking and we ended up crashing the dirt bike, you know, (laughs) it's just things like that. Like, I mean, when you have very little choices, you kind of get creative. And so it's go out and do whatever you can, you know, keep it interesting. (laughs) It's such a small community. And if you don't want everybody breathing over your shoulder and seeing everything that you're doing, you kind of like, I mean, like I said, you just got to get creative with it. You got to go find something to do. We talked before about Hyder, Alaska. Um, normally, you said part of the 
the bear bubble that you had said the previous time we chatted, meaning that you sort of normally operate kind of as one big community. But now because of COVID, um, there's been some issues with the border being closed with uh, Alaska and Canada. Um, I guess that's been relaxed a little bit. But obviously, if there was any cross-border romances, those would be challenging at the moment. Um, so actually, there is quite a few like, you know, people are dating from Stewart and they're in Hyder or whatever, right? So ever since this stuff has started, if you were to cross the border and stay the night over there, or if they came over here and spent the night over here, they would get fined. And so I actually do know someone who's gotten fined quite a bit of money, but he's like, you know what? I don't care. He's like, I'm going over to see my girlfriend. So he'll actually take a boat and park at the Hyder dock and then his girlfriend will come and pick him up and then take him to her house. But I mean, like the the office for the border is literally looking at the dock so they can see him when he's doing it. So they just kind of like go and they're like, hey, you can't be here. <laughs> oh, man, it's so weird, though, because hiders, it's just cut off. So the border's so arbitrary. I mean, I understand rules or rules, but I can understand how frustrated that uh, that couple would be. What um, what about breakups? Um I guess people have to kind of tread carefully with a other people's exes, but also when they break up, I mean, you can't really get away from somebody, I guess. Yeah. So it is a little bit difficult. I mean, I have casually dated in town and then it has ended on a sour note. And then I just try to do the best that I can to stay away from them. I do have separate like, uh, circles of friends and so I mean if I have to go and hang out with other people for a little while and give it just some space and that's okay but I do know some people I mean they've been hanging around their exes like their whole lives because they're all here and it's it's really hard but I mean I think I mean if you're mature enough you can kind of just ignore it and you know being like oh you know what days he goes to the bar then don't go on those days you know <laughs> part of Stuart's appeal is that it's this small quaint town um, but do you think, like, do you wish that there were more people like that suddenly like a few hundred more people would move to town? You know, I would absolutely love that. And if they could stop hiring married people, that would also be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not so helpful, is it? No. And I'm selfish. I'm like, come on, give us someone to date. <laughs> it's quite brave as a single person such as yourself to move to Stewart, a smaller community by yourself. So I guess if people are choosing to move there either for the scenery or the recreation or work, you're saying it might be more more likely people who are already coupled off. Yeah, definitely. I would say that a lot more people move here like when they have, you know, like a, a partner already because, I mean, coming here, I'm not, not going to lie to anybody, it's almost impossible to meet someone in Stewart now. <laughs> Would you ever get to a point where you're like, I really love it here, but I I want to meet someone, so I need to move to a bigger community? Definitely. I mean, I've had that thought cross my mind a few times already in the past year because, I mean, it's it's very hard to meet people here. And at my age, I'm really over the casual dating. I mean, up until I'd say probably August, I was casually dating around and I would meet workers or I would, you know, there would be someone in town that I would be seeing. And just after a while, you know, it gets really old. And I mean, I've been here for three years and it's all I've been doing is just casually dating. So I mean, it's, you know, to experience something where there's actual relationship would be nice, but I'm not counting on it happening in Stewart. <laughs> uh, right. And I guess, do you think, I don't want to say lower standards, but are you a bit, maybe a bit more open-minded with your dating because there are more limited possibilities? 
Oh, definitely. I mean, I used to, when I was in Calgary, I would always say like, I'm not dating anybody unless they're like a year, they can be a year younger than me or they can be like three years older than me. And now it's quite open quite a bit. The last guy that I was actually casually dating was uh, tw- 21, I <laughs> I believe he was or is now. And uh, I mean, and I was seeing someone before that was 40 years old. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely changed and it's opened up my eyes to different possibilities because you would think that there would be no availability there. But, you know, it's it's all, you know trying out things I guess (laughs) do you think that kind of opens your mind or eyes to maybe being a bit more open-minded even in the future like oh maybe I don't have to have such like strict rules about like who I'm looking for oh definitely I mean if I go back to the city and I end up meeting someone who's older than me or even a couple years younger than me now I'll definitely be way more open-minded than I used to be And uh, I guess this is something about dating in the North, too. Um, The internet connection is slow, as we are discovering in our interview right now, which would make communications challenging. So um, maybe we'll um, we'll end our interview um, now, just because of um, we're having actually very long delays between our um, what we can hear of each other, but we've managed well. Yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. I kind of noticed that. And then my computer like fell asleep and the screensaver came on and I'm like, no, don't shut everything down. (laughs) Thank you so much for, um, I know you've been super busy as the uh, rec programmer in Stuart. Um, So thanks so much for squeezing it in and for, um, yeah, just sharing your thoughts with us. Really appreciate it. So uh, take care and Good luck finding love, and do let me know if there's any developments that we should check in on. All right, well, thank you very much. I will definitely keep in touch. This episode was recorded in Whitehorse, Yukon. Music by Jordan Patrick. I did the producing and editing. Do you want to sponsor us so we can hire a real producer? Or maybe you have feedback or want to be interviewed on this show. Email us, friskynorthof60 at gmail.com. That's friskynorthof60 at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social media.